Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, January 28th, 2017, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Ji-eun. We'll be right back. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! 새해 복 많이 받으세요 is what we say in Korean too. It is 설날, which is what we call the Lunar New Year's Day here in Korea. It is one of the biggest traditional and national holidays in the country for the country. And we are thrilled to be able to wish you a Happy New Year on this very day. Yes, we've been talking about this day a lot throughout the week on other programs on KBS World Radio. And I'm sure many of our listeners are also quite familiar with the customs of this day already. Right, I'm sure many of our listeners have listened to us talk about this every year for many, many years, while others may be no strangers to this day because the Lunar New Year's Day is actually celebrated in many other Asian cultures as well. Right. Of course, the holiday is celebrated differently in every culture under different titles and different themes. But at the end of the day, I believe the most important thing about this day is to be with your loved ones and to wish each other a great New Year. Well, last week we were talking about the National Hug Day in the mm-hmm. U.S. and we said that we should hug each other more. We actually and... forgot to hug that I know, day. I know, I remember that before <laughs> We should too. do that today. Yes, we should. And here is actually another reason to hug it out. Wish each other a happy, healthy and bountiful New Year with a hug. And even if you don't normally celebrate Lunar New Year's Day and you've already wished your loved ones a happy New Year on January 1st, why not just do it again? Right, I'd say wishing each other well is one of the few things in the world world that you simply just can't overdo. Mm-hmm. Well, having said that, Happy New Year, everyone, one more time. And so what are your plans for the holiday weekend, Emily? Well, I'm going to be pretty busy because mm-hmm. I will be going to my husband's family on mm. Saturday and we'll be doing the Jason and all the ancestral rites. So it's going to be a busy, busy morning. And mm-hmm. then the afternoon, we'll be just catching up with family and eating food and wearing hanbok mm-hmm. and all of that fun stuff. And then probably for the rest of the holiday, I'm just going to relax and take it easy. What about you? Well, normally I'd go to my eldest uncle's place for a memorial rite dedicated to my grandpa, mm-hmm. like uh, you were talking about. But, and after that, all the relatives would share the food that was prepared for the rite. So pretty traditional stuff, just like what you have plans for uh, this weekend. But uh, I guess for our family, it had always been a little more simplified. We don't wear hanbok anymore. Uh, We used to wear them a lot when we were little, but now that we're all grown up, it's only the kids, the next generation kids that um, wear hanbok occasionally, but not every every year either. Okay, that's good. So it seems like it's a little more modern Mm -hmm. rather than full-on traditional like my Mm in-laws. But uh, you said that this is what you normally do. Right. So why is it not happening this year? Well, as you know, recently the social trend has been changing somewhat and many people use the holiday to travel mm-hmm. or to rest instead of going through the traditional rites and stuff. And starting this year, my family's actually decided to go with the flow a little bit and see what it would be like to take the holiday off, which mostly means that it'll be a time off for the mothers of the <laughs> families more than anybody else because, you know, 
know, they are the ones who have the most work to do around this time. Right. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a pretty nice change. Mm-hmm. It's always good to relax a little bit. So do you have any special plans? Well, I still plan to spend the time with my immediate family. My mom's definitely thrilled to <laughs> avoid two full days of work in the kitchen. So the plan is to make sure that my mom and I stay out of the kitchen altogether throughout the holidays. Uh, we'll visit my grandmothers, who both live just outside of Seoul, and uh, eat out, catch some movies, and maybe get some massages. Well, that sounds absolutely perfect. Mm. To me, that's what holidays should be about, you know, just being with family Mm -hmm. in a happy, relaxed environment. So it sounds like it's going to be really wonderful. But it is kind of bittersweet, you know, to see some traditions fade, even if people think that it's a lot of work. It's sad to see it fade. But I guess that just means that there's room for new traditions to be made. Yes, I would definitely love to make movies and massages a part of my family's new tradition. Well, I'm crossing my fingers. We'll see how it goes this year. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we'll share with you the letters and reports of the week. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed up, emailed, comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this program. We'll start with some messages and reports sent to us from our listeners in Europe. Listener Luis Alberto Silva from Portugal dropped by our online recession report page a little while ago. He wrote, Dear friends, I greet you. I listen to your broadcast through the internet, which I appreciate very much. For example, the news and comments. I wish you a happy new year. Well, thank you, Luis. I believe this is the first time Emily and I are hearing from you. Welcome to Listener's Lounge, and we hope to hear from you again soon. Next up, we have a handwritten report sent to us by our monitor in the UK, Grant Skinner. Unfortunately, his report, dated December 22nd, was to tell us that he was unable to hear us at all in Essex. He tried our broadcast at 1300 hours UTC on 15.575 megahertz, at 1400 UTC on 7.215 megahertz, 1600 hours UTC on 9.515 megahertz and on 9.640 megahertz. And also on the following day, December 23rd, he also tried our 1800-hour UTC broadcast on 7.275 megahertz, but was unable to pick up the signals on any of those frequencies. So that is really not good news. And he wrote, It's very disappointing that the frequency numbers for England are not working, but German and French sections are working perfectly well. Why aren't the frequency numbers for England working? Where else am I going to listen to KBS if not by shortwave radio? I thought when the frequency numbers changed, you would obtain some frequency numbers that actually work. But it is not to be. I shall keep on trying, but I will not hold my breath. 
Well, Grant, we understand your frustration and we hope you'll also understand that we are just as disappointed. Mm -hmm. It's really upsetting for us to learn that we're letting our European listeners down, especially those in the UK, as we've been getting similar reports from our other UK monitors like Alan Holder and Nick Sharp as well. Well, truth be told, we did not get uh, get much of a Mm -hmm. say on deciding on the new frequency, but we are crossing our fingers that the next season will bring some improvements, as we always are. And I believe there are some uh, important uh, conferences that's going to take place in February. So hopefully that's going to swing some some of the things uh, to our benefit. Right. We really do hope it gets better in the UK. It's been bad for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Again, we're very sorry to disappoint you, but thank you for continuing to monitor us. Meanwhile, another one of our UK monitors who briefly, who I briefly mentioned earlier, Alan Holder, has left us an online recession report summarizing the recession conditions of a number of our broadcasts on January 14th using a Sanjin ATS-803A portable receiver with the Wellbrook ALA-1530 outdoor loop antenna. Alan tuned in to us from 1400 to 1600 hours UTC on 7.215 MHz, from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC on 9.5. 515 megahertz and 1800 to 1900 RZUTC on 7.275 MHz. Again, the conditions were similar to what we heard from Grant. The best simple rating given was 15331 for 9.515 MHz. And Alan summed it up for us by writing 7.215 MHz signal just perceptible in the noise. China was interfering on 7.215 MHz and also at 7.220 MHz at different times. As for 7.275 MHz signal was inaudible, China was interfering on 7.275 MHz, as well as Vietnam on 7.280 MHz. Of course, those are broadcasts from those countries. And as for 9.515 MHz, he says signal was inaudible once again, adding that the frequency itself was clear. Well, again, that is very, very disappointing to hear that our signals are so weak in the UK. Alan also wrote, it was good to hear your recent summaries of the answers to your listeners' survey for 2016 and to know that a sizable proportion of the audience still listens via shortwave radio. However, we do not seem to know which broadcast times are the most popular. For a very long time, I have noticed that very few listeners report on your special K-pop Connection English 3 broadcasts. Only very occasionally has a listener reported hearing 6.095 MHz or the new 7.215 MHz. And I don't ever recall hearing anyone mention that they listen to the 0200 hour broadcast to Southeast Asia on 9.690 MHz. Perhaps it would be time to have a re-evaluation of the effectiveness of these broadcasts. Maybe shift them to other times. It might be an idea to make a special re- Request for the listeners to send in reports on these three broadcasts to see how well they are being heard. Well, it is true that reports on 6095 MHz and 9.690 MHz are not really as common, but they do come in from time to time. In fact, I believe we mentioned a report on 9.690 MHz on Listener's Lounge just last week. As for 7.215 MHz, we do get feedback on that frequency every week. It's just that we don't always have the time to read out all of the reports of the week on each show. And that being said, Alan, 
you're right. It really is something that we ought to take a close look at before the next season just to see if, you know, we are kind of making the best use of everything that we have. So thank you very much for pointing that out to us. Mm-hmm. And like Alan said, if any of our listeners are out there regularly tune in to us via 6.095 megahertz, 7.215 megahertz or 9.690 megahertz, we would appreciate your recession reports on those broadcasts. If you don't always tune in to us via those frequencies, but if you would like an extra QSL card, maybe you can let us know how these signals are uh, doing in your area as well. Thank you in advance. And uh, going back to Alan's letter, he also wrote, thanks again to Chin and Emily for reading out my report on last Saturday's Listener's Lounge. It was interesting to hear your talk about the very low humidity of a Korean winter. This combined with central heating to keep buildings warm makes the air very stuffy and uncomfortable. I have to use the central heating here as UK winters are not only cold but especially damp. Emily, you must be a very hardy individual since you have so far managed without any heating at home this winter. Yeah, my house is just um, really well insulated so Mm. it's not cold inside but saying that it's really, 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 really hot in summertime. Ah. So I do need a lot of air conditioning and I think I prefer cold being, you know, from the damp, wet, cold part of Ireland to the hot, hot summers here. Mm. I can take the cold more if I'm wearing a lot of uh, fluffy, warm pyjamas rather than the heat. I don't know how to handle that. (laughs) But thank you very much, Alan, for that compliment. And Alan also wrote regarding the Creative Minds of Korea item about the Henyo women divers of Jeju Island. I really enjoyed that. And I also enjoyed Karen Cho's interview with Ko Hee Young, who directed the TV documentary program. This was very interesting. And I also recommend other listeners to try and hear this as well if they missed the radio broadcast. Thank you very much for promoting all of our programs for us, Alan. You make our jobs a lot easier. Mm -hmm. And we do, of course, look forward to your next report. Going over to Asia, listener Sunil Baran Das of India wrote us on our uh, online recession report board recently. He wrote, Dear friends at KBS World Radio, I'm happy to send you my recession report through internet and mobile. At this moment, we're using the latest mobile app to regularly listen to KBS World Radio in English. It's very interesting and encouraging when we want to listen it easily, uh, listen to it easily without any interference and noise. We enjoy Listener's Lounge Saturday mail back show. It is very interesting, informative, entertaining, and encouraging. We love it. This is my first report. Please verify with uh, Ricard QSL cards. Hoping to get your reply soon and assuring you of our best cooperation and good friendship. Thank you again. Friendly yours, Sunil Barandas. Well, thank you so much for your first report, Sunil Baran. It was uh, especially nice, full of lots of nice compliments and everything like that. So thank you very, very much. And of course, welcome to Listener's Lounge. Now, we usually send out QSL cards to our shortwave radio listeners who send us the radio frequency, reception conditions and the contents of the broadcast for verification, along with the simple rating, among some other things. But we will ask you now to send you one for the mobile reception simply as a souvenir so it won't actually be 
verified as we can only verify the full reports that come through shortwave radio, but we can send it to you as a souvenir. Now, speaking of shortwave reports, listener Sutomo Hyung of Indonesia sent us an email just a couple of days ago and he wrote, Dear friends, I am very excited to write to all of you. I am enjoying your KBS World Radio English programs from 1900 hours to 2000 hours WIB on 31 MB with simple rating 43444. And I'm writing to say that your service is great and innovative and most interesting. Well, by WIB, I believe he meant the Western Indonesian time, which is seven hours faster than the UTC. So that would mean that he heard us at 1200 hours UTC, mm-hmm. but we don't have any broadcast at that time. So Sutomo also forgot to mention which frequency he was tuning into, but he did mention 31 meter band. So it must have been one of our frequencies starting with nine, which we have a bunch of. Mm-hmm. So by putting the two and two together, uh, my guess is that Sutomo heard our uh, 1300R UTC broadcast on 9.570 megahertz, which is sandwiched between the two Indonesian service broadcasts at 1200 uh, UTC and 1400 UTC. I might be wrong, but if you're listening right now, Sutomo, please let us know if my guess was correct. As fun as it is to play <laughs> Sherlock, uh, we need the correct information in order to send you a correct QSL card, like Emily mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. Also, if you can, let us know what devices you use to tune into us as well. And I believe it is our first time hearing from you, so welcome to Listener's Lounge. Yeah, now these days it actually feels like 9.570 megahertz may be one of our most popular frequencies. Our Taiwanese monitor, Cheng Nang Lu, sent us his regular monthly report for the month of December recently. He tuned into our 0800 to 0900 hour UTC broadcast on 9.570 megahertz on for 27 days out of the month, actually. So Mm -hmm. that's a really long time using a JRC and our G92 receiver with a whip antenna. And the listening conditions were excellent on all of those days, except for one day when it dipped to 54544 on December 5th. But I have to say that is still actually pretty good, Mm -hmm. especially considering what we're hearing from the UK. Right. And Nanlu also sent us yet another gift, this time a small wall calendar from Radio Free Asia. And last month, he sent us a desktop calendar from Radio Taiwan International. So thank you very much for both calendars. And for that small calendar that you recently sent, our producer Kwang Jae-young has found some room for it on her desk. And of course, uh, thank you for your report. Your QSL card will be sent out to you very soon. Up next, we received a parcel from listener Hidemitsu Miyake of Japan. Inside, he enclosed a reception report saying that he listened to us on January 7th from 0200 to 0259 hours UTC on 9.580 megahertz. He used a Sony ICF SW77 receiver with an AN102 wide range antenna. He gave us quite a bit of details on the programs he heard and wrote that the simple range from 35443 to Uh, Note that there was the moderate interference as well. He also wrote in the letter, January is the coldest month of the year. I cannot handle cold weather. It snows in many regions in Japan. The winter air is piercing tonight. I hope we have a great year in 2017. I'm enclosing a tourist pamphlet. It has some good pictures of the city. I hope you'll tell me about Korea. 
Now, I've heard about the recent unusual heavy snowfalls in some parts of Japan. I hope things are back to normal now, though. Uh, it was quite cold here the past week, too, and we also saw, saw some snow in Seoul with lots more on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And yes, there were some piercing winds over here, too. Right, and still a lot of ice and snow on the yeah. ground. Yeah, uh, it's... I don't know why they won't just melt away, but there are... I guess it's too cold to melt. I guess so, but there are a lot of snow patches Mm -hmm. uh, remaining still. And of course, thank you very much for the tourist pamphlets on uh, Hiroshima and Miyajima. Uh, We now have a small collection of those things to you, actually. (laughs) And I've had the pleasure of visiting a number of Japanese cities so far, but I've yet to visit Hiroshima, so I'm hoping your gifts will come in handy for me someday very soon. Thank you again, and uh, we'll send you a QSL card very soon. Now, it looks like that's all the time we have for the letters, emails, and reception reports from you today. And we thank every single one of you for continuing to monitor our radio station and just to listen to us and get in touch and, you know, share your life with us. We are very, very grateful for that. It's now time to take a peek into the KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yoon Ha Lee. Here is Inside the Mailbox. Welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yunha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page, as well as events and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. If you'd like to see the first QSL cards of this year, then check out our Facebook page because we posted a picture of it on Wednesday. This quarter's QSL card depicts the mascots of the Pyeongchang 2018 Winter Olympic and Paralympic Games. Suorang, the white tiger representing South Korea, signifies the protection of the athletes, participants, and the spectators at the Olympics. The Asian black bear Pandabi represents strong will and courage. As we are only a year away from the event in Pyeongchang, we thought it was time for our listeners to meet the mascots. If you'd like to receive a copy of this lovely verification card, all you have to do is listen to our programs and send us a reception report via post or email us at english at kbs.co.kr. You can also submit it online on our KBS World Radio English Service website. Make sure you include all the information in order to get your report verified. To take a look at the QSL card, head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. Now let's move on to website directions. Back in November of 2016, I introduced how to find the old Let's Learn Korean webpage on our KBS World Radio website. Recently, a new Let's Learn Korean section has been added to help our website users study Korean in a more fun and interesting way. On the main page, look for the blinking banners on the top left corner next to the KBS World Radio logo. Click on the first banner that says, Let's Learn Korean Mobile. This takes you to the new webpage with two Let's Learn Korean chapters currently available. Chapter 1 explains the most used basic conversational expressions such as hello and thank you. In Chapter 2, you can study a possible conversation upon arrival at the airport. There is also a list of vocabulary and expressions below the conversation images. Although the Korean pronunciation is written in the image, it's always better to hear when you're not sure. In that case, click on the blue Listen button to get the full chapter in audio. Also, if you'd like to share the Let's Learn Korean chapters with your friends online, click on the Facebook, Twitter, and Link buttons to share them on your social media. 
To take a closer look at the webpage, head on over to our KBS World Radio English Service website, world.kbs.co.kr slash English. This week, we sent out monitor cards and souvenirs to our 25 monitors for 2017. We send a big welcome to the new monitors and a huge thank you to our old monitors who have been consistently providing us with feedback and reception reports over the years. Please allow two to four weeks for delivery, depending on your location. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Holly. Have a nice weekend! That's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And this has been Kim Ji-yeon. Thank you for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. And a happy Lunar New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. Goodbye. <laughs>